Hi, and welcome from Podimo and 2020. This is First Dates, the podcast. I'm Frankie Bridge. And I'm Cece Coleman. You've finished the drinks and settled the bill. You and your date have said your goodbyes and you're immediately on the phone with your best friend. I definitely want children, so much so that I'm already going through the process of becoming a solo mum. I'm going to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. I don't, I'm not asking you to be like the daddy or anything. If you want to just keep doing this while I'm doing that, then that's also fine. And he's like, mm-hmm. you're all right. In this podcast, we're letting you in on the post-date debrief. We'll be bringing you the most amazing, bizarre and heartwarming date stories. Cece and I haven't met our daters before and we'll be hearing the gossip for the first time with you. I feel like everyone talks about the whole biological clock for women. You Mm -hmm. know, that time is coming where you can or can't have babies. Yes. Do you feel like that plays on your mind at all or do you feel like it's people talking about it that affects you more? So I think I, the, the friendship circle I have have all had babies quite late. So it's never really been, it's never, I've never felt the pressure. Plus my family just know not to ask. <laughs> I think, you know, you have to have like the person first, like, the, you know, until I get a boyfriend, I think then that question might come up. But at the mm. moment their question is, so how's dating life? So I don't really feel it. And I think because I've never been that person that is desperate to have children, I have probably felt it less. Yeah. I will say, though, that the older I'm getting, I'm starting to get really broody. Are you? Yeah. And I didn't expect this. I'm a little bit like, no, 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 off you go. Not now. But yeah, I'm starting to notice it. I think because all my friends have had kids now, so I've had to adapt to this lifestyle of like holding mm. children and just wanting to squeeze them. So I'm definitely feeling different about it. Well, I don't think our guests today are going to help you with that at all because I feel broody and I don't want any more kids because we've got Katie and Steve in today and baby Jack. Baby Jack. Baby Jack is our first baby on the pod. This is a big deal. Hi, Jack. Hey, Jack. So baby Jack is desperate to get hold of the microphone. (laughs) I feel like we're going to hear lots of squeaking and noises. So it's not us, it is baby Jack. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get into how baby Jack came to be, um, we always kind of ask two questions at the Mm -hmm. top of the podcast. Yeah, so what would your, if you think about before um, before this lovely situation Mm -hmm. happened, what were your green flags? If we start with you, Katie, what was your green flags in when you were looking for a partner? Uh, Um, Well, I think... I was one of those people that always knew I wanted to have a family. So I did loads of online dating. I'm sure this will come out in the conversation, but I did it for years. So I was always looking for someone. If if their profile said they didn't want children, then then I wouldn't I wasn't interested. Yeah. Um but green flags, I think I just wanted someone that was nice and kind and that I had stuff in common with and a similar taste in music. Mm. Like I can remember yeah. going on dates and people being, um, I'm not going to mention any bands that I don't like, but um, <laughs> mentioning some bands and I'd be messaging my friends going, oh my God, they like this. Like, what am I going to do? And they're like, run away, run away. Um, so yeah, just some things in common, but kind of wanting the same things out of life, yeah. I think. Well, Jack, you've told us you what you that. want. <laughs> uh, what about you, Steve? I think for me, I wanted somebody who liked dogs. Uh, <laughs> we like dogs. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really important because it says... To me, it says something about the person. It's yeah. like, if you like yeah. dogs, like, oh, you're... I mean, it's, I'm not saying that cat people aren't nice as well, but generally dog people are really nice. 
So we do have we we have a we have a dog at home as well, which is like our oh, okay. it's like our it was toddler. the trial run for the boys. Fully yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully yeah. in. And what about X then? Is there anything that like would really put you off? Oh my god! So I could write the book on X, okay. like oh. with all of the online dating. Give and us stuff your like oddest or most like specific. Oh, the unsolicited dick pics. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's always. Yeah. <laughs> God, oh, yes. yeah. Oh. I got one a year after a date with a guy. One date, and a year later, like he thought, I, "Oh, she might want to see my penis today." Yeah, do you think? I do not. Not just like, what do you think that Sent was about? Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's probably the biggest. Ick. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, you have you got any icks? Uh, I don't know. I mean, again, it's like Hayley was saying, I just want somebody I can like, you know, get on with. Really, do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't have any kind of crazy kind of like um, stuff. But again. Uh, <laughs> Certain films, like, are definitely kind of because I'm a movie kind of guy. Then, if I'd have been like, oh, actually, my, I really love Richard Curtis movies, or like something like that, I might have had a bit of a problem. Okay. He's a movie like snob. Okay. Yeah. okay, then I want to know what your favourite movie is if you're. Oh, oh, do you want the real God. answer or the answer I give at work? What's the answer? So, the, the one I would give everybody is probably 12 Angry Men because, like, it's amazing, it's an incredible piece of art. But, like, um, the truth is, it's Raiders of Lost Ark. Cause... The dog's called after Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh. She's called Indy. Oh, I love Indiana Jones. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, Bubba. Oh, no. Have we annoyed you already? Am I not letting you touch the microphone? Oh, Bubba. So Do you want me to have him? Because he if might be mind. a little bit yeah. further away from my yeah. mic. Let's see how you it goes. Yeah, if not, we can. Um, it can be a brief appearance. Well, whilst we've got... Well, Baby <laughs> Jack is doing the rounds. Katie, why don't you tell us about your background of sort of where where did baby chat come from how did it all start <laughs> what were you doing before like what was the dating scene because you oh, mentioned that the apps yeah, were I was doing it I was doing the online dating thing for a really long time yeah like 11 years before I met Steve and not constantly like that's mm-hmm. exhausting mm. but on and off and um it, it's really hard work I think like I don't know and I feel like the wise old lady of online dating now because I did it for so long but it changed a lot in the time that I was doing it and when I first signed up you sent actual emails where you would like look at someone's profile and find things that you had in common and actually try and have a chat you'd have a couple of days turnaround and then it got all instant messaging and stuff so kind of there was it was like necessary to kind of always be on and always replying so I did it for a long time and I met some nice people, but no one ever serious. And then I went on some awful dates as well. Like, mm. you know, and they were the, just the ones where they were just nice and you just turn up and you'd know in- instantly that mm-hmm. they were not someone that you had a spark with. Yeah. But you had to at least have a couple of drinks. Sounds like a lot of admin. Yes. It's so yeah. much admin and it got even more admin, like the more people that signed up because you're then in a bigger pool of people. But in saying that, I did meet Steve online. So we'll, Oh, you we'll, did meet online? We did oh, meet yeah. online. We'll get to that. But, um, <laughs> and I think I got to the point where I was so tired of it. I woke up the morning after the morning after my 40th birthday party. So the hangover had cleared. And I thought, do you know what? I want a family. And I have really tried with mm-hmm. the dating. And I'm probably coming across a bit desperate. And that's not very nice for anyone. Um, do you feel that? Do you think that was actually coming from you or do you think it was just where you were at wanting it? I don't it? know because I, I don't know whether I felt that confident to start with. And then yeah. when you are dating for that long and you're not meeting anyone, mm-hmm. then you start to question what's wrong with you. Yeah. And... Do you sometimes think, like, are my standards too high? Am I being too picky? Yeah. Is it me? My friends told me I was too picky. Yeah. You know, they yeah. were like, oh, your problem is the grass is always greener. And um, I was like, yeah, but this is someone that I want to be with forever and I want to have a family with. Yeah. So I feel like I should be picky. Yeah. Maybe I was, 
and you know maybe some of the people that I met along the way could have been something if I'd kind of been in the right place but yeah I thought I'm 40 now I can't really hang along hang around any longer so I decided to do it by myself <laughs> so explain what that yeah, so do it by yourself like, so, yeah. yeah so become a solo parent with a sperm donor and a friend of a friend had done it but I met her when she was pregnant with her second child second on her own on her own wow, wow. that's amazing. I was like oh my god like you can see how much of a handful of he is like I was like I don't know how I would have done it and my mom wow. said this to me this morning she's like I don't know how you would have done it Katie but I guess you would have you coped. would have yeah yeah that's so, quite a big decision to come to on your own. And I suppose, yeah. did you feel like when you made that decision, do you feel like everyone understood or did you feel like there were some people that were like, what are you doing? My friends were great. Like they were at, like, they were like, yeah, do it. Absolutely. Like, I'm sure it's going to be hard. But I didn't really share it with my family because I think they might have. I did. I, did t- I tell my mum eventually, but I think I wasn't very open with it. And mm-hmm. probably... Some of them won't know this until they listen to the podcast. Oh, okay. really? So, yeah, because I was like, oh, and I think I was probably not sure that I could do it. Do you or think that it would what... actually happen? Okay, as in you thought that you couldn't be a single parent or yeah, yeah okay. whether I could manage. And, right. you know, I kind of plan and, you know, that's I research and that's what I do. So I'd done all the kind of looking into how much money I would need and what childcare would cost and so you thought it through like you properly yeah yeah and I think and this is a sad bit um my dad died and um that that was quite sudden and I always thought that I couldn't afford it and then suddenly I had an inheritance from him which meant that I could afford it but I didn't have him a blessing and a curse yeah yeah. so I remember the moment where I realized oh my god I probably have enough money to do this because Um, fertility treatment um, on the NHS I don't even know if you get it as a single person but you certainly don't get it commonly when you're over 40 which I was at the Mm -hmm. time so um, I thought wow actually I can do this and I went to see the doctor and she said if you want to do this do it now she was really firm she was brilliant but she was like your fertility declines like at such a massive rate so if you want to do it you've got to do it now and so I started the process and I signed up with a clinic and there was, I've got quite an extensive medical history. So there was quite a lot of tests and stuff to do. And then a friend of mine met someone and she was like my single partner in crime. Um, and she'd been single for a really long time as well. She'd done the kind of rigmarole of online dating. And then she met someone and I got really jealous. And I was like, mm. oh, oh. I, can't, I can't be left. Like, yeah. like you're the only one left. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it one more time. And there's like doesn't matter because it's not going to work because it never has and you know I'd stopped and started and stopped and started before and then um I met Steve <laughs> and then wow. I was like to my friends how am I going to tell him what I'm doing so you'd already started this process yeah. and thought I'll go on a day and then then that's what I you thought, got to explain yeah, because like 11 years of unsuccessful dating I was like this is this is never going to so what, work what, what app did you meet on I need to be getting on this app <laughs> uh, which, which app it was it? Bumble but Bumble, I've been on Bumble really? before but the good thing about Bumble is that you the woman has to make the first move yeah so yeah. you're less likely to get the rubbish stuff yeah. from the guys and what do you think so there must have been a different mindset between the the build-up to the decision of having a child on your own and then going back on the dating apps do you think you were giving off a different energy at that point was yeah. it like you cared more or cared less is in i cared less you cared yeah. less you had other things less. going yeah. on and you yeah. kind of made a choice by that point yeah. i suppose yeah so that's what one of my friends said, um, some, there's some kind of saying like, life happens when you're making other plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think probably I was more relaxed because 
I knew that I I wasn't looking for a, a baby daddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that takes the pressure off. Like, it's going to be yeah. pretty hard for a guy. I'm sure I gave off desperate energy. Um, so you could just be you. Days. This yeah. is it. I'm me. This is what I'm doing. If you like it, great. If you don't, it doesn't matter. I could matter. be really confident in that yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, were you genuinely like, I'm going to meet someone and if they don't want what I've already started, then I they can go. I didn't think I would meet anyone. I yeah. thought I would go on some really boring dates. Yeah. And uh, which is what has happened for like most of my like dating life. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think I would meet anyone. I really like my experience was, you know, I, I was the single one mm -hmm. in my friends. That was my identity. And finding someone and having a family and settling down is something that doesn't happen to me. That's just not in yeah. my story. So... I never thought when I signed up again that I would meet anyone. Yeah. And then he came. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, Steve. in shining armor. Yeah. I'm definitely not that. Where yeah. were you at at this point then? <laughs> Before you guys so, matched on Bumble, what yeah, was going on with you? So I'd come out of a, like a 13-year relationship wow. and it was kind wow. of a, it was a tough... And I'd given it some time because I thought I just... I don't want to you know, get involved now. There's no point in me kind of coming in off the rebound and stuff like that. And then after about... Eight months a year something like that i thought oh, okay well i've got to, got to work out how you do this nowadays yeah <laughs> um and then i was kind of looking at the apps and stuff and i thought okay right bumble seems like the least gross way <laughs> yeah, do you know what yeah, i mean it I seemed like it. a yeah. nice kind of like it seemed like the friendlier kind of like approach like allowing other people to kind of like i was gonna say and as a guy that's probably quite it's often not that way around where the woman makes the mm. first move so it's probably quite nice yeah and also i mean i suppose it takes a lot of pressure off kind of yeah. me and stuff like that so um i Put a profile together, so I was away. I was away. I went away with my brother um, to Amsterdam. And he was taking all the photos for my for my profile of me, sort of hanging around in Amsterdam, looking. I love that. And, um, and then I went home as well. And my niece was taking ones of me when she's like, "I don't want to do this. What am I doing? It's really weird." And then she was taking photos of me like out on my bike and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> That like represent a hobby. Yeah, I exactly. think that's amazing. I'm saying this because I've got a lot of single male friends who find the hardest part taking photos because they don't want to be like, make, do you mind just taking a photo yeah. for a dating app? It's quite intimidating, right? It yeah. can be quite a process. Yeah, my brother just found it hilarious. So he was like, uh, he was just kind of like taking the mid most of the time. I but... love this and the effort <laughs> behind it. I know, because so also like it's a big thing, right? Yeah. Like they You've... say a lot about you. Like, if you don't put a good one up, no yeah, one's exactly. going to... Exactly, and you've got to kind of, look. like, represent what you kind of, like... like well, You've got to put forward your kind of, like, best face, mm. but also you've got to be a realistic representation of what you actually do. Because yes. otherwise, yeah. you know, you don't want to be advertising under false pretenses. Because there's no kind of, you know, you you won't get back what you want from mm -hmm. that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, if only everyone thought like Steve. would be like Steve. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so, so yeah, and no, I put, put that up and I kind of flicked around with it and kind of had a look at stuff and, and, and things. And then I got a message from Katie and I kind of checked her profile out. What, can I ask what, the, what was the first message? What, how did it go down? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, because I put something about going to see films because obviously I'm a big film nerd. And, um, and you were like, well, what film are we going to go and see? Oh, and I was like, I was talking about obviously, like, I, I didn't quite know what to answer that because I was like, do you mean stuff that's out now, or do you think is this a, a segue into like what's your favorite film? <laughs> so I said, Oh, you know, if we're going to watch a classic film at, at the oh. BFI or something, then it's going to be this, it's going to um, gonna be Rear Window. I love um, that you remember all this. I know. Oh, my so God, yeah, no, I, know, I, don't. I don't remember. And then the other ones, like modern, I think, because Us was out at that time, the Jordan yeah. Peele film. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of a horror fan as well. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, Us is out. Like, this is really good. Yeah, I kind of checked her profile out. And the, the thing that completely sold it to me was there's an amazing photo of Katie 
with a dog when she's whereabouts are Sri you Lanka. in Sri Lanka yeah. like just holding on to this puppy and I'm like oh. okay right she's, she's sold and there was this yeah. expression yeah. on my face of yeah. like pure sheer joy, joy. like um, pure joy and I was like okay oh yeah, my no, god I'm holding a puppy <laughs> we okay. like dogs here yeah. Yeah. so from there obviously then you learn the situation you learn that Kate's going mm-hmm. through this process so what so how did that conversation happen which were you comfortable having it yeah. firstly Katie and what did that look like? I mean, like? it was obviously quite daunting. Did you kind of get it out there straight away? Well, I thought, because it's it's a hard thing to, like, position, like, when you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, if I say it too early, do I seem too keen? Or if I say it too late, have I, like, like led you, led you yeah. over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was date six, wasn't it? So maybe, like... Okay, so it was a few in then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did I you think- kind of know before that point... That you to each other, you were something different from the others you'd met. But I mean, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll put this out there. Kate's literally the only date I went on. Like, like I didn't date other people at all. Kate okay. was the first person I met, like on on a Bumble, and like that was. I was but like, did yeah, you know? Was, no, yeah. I mean, like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Did you? Yeah, right so answer. I, no, this, but it's quite interesting because I think men and women, uh, we we develop feelings at different stages. Generally, mm-hmm. the women start and then the men take a while to catch up. And then when the men are in, it's like, we're like, well, we just need to figure out for sure now. Mm-hmm. And there's this weird process. So it's quite interesting that you you knew. <laughs> Did you know or you just oh, being no, polite? I think, I think, no, I think initially we were, so we went on those kind of few dates and everyone, I was like, okay, if, you know, I'm going to keep going until there's a point in which I go, oh, actually, this, you know, maybe we're not compatible yeah. or whatever. And that just never came. Like, there was never a point where I was just kind of like, oh, no, this doesn't really work like do you know what I mean like so yeah yeah, it was just good all the way along Mm. and you asked about red flags and I don't think I had any have you got one now at the time like I can remember him walking in on the first date and I just was relieved (laughs) so I was like I don't immediately know that I don't like you Um, (laughs) oh no because I think on our first date I said I like we'll turn up at the cinema and like we'll do like 45 minutes before and I was like in case I'm you think I'm a weirdo yeah like and, and like which is I, was like, and I said in the message like if you if you want to go before the film like Aww, i'll understand like i don't i don't that's so nice. can everyone take advice from this <laughs> yeah. please but like, like again this. like i think it's the thing of like people you there's so much pressure on it to be like perfect and all this sort of stuff but if if you don't if you're not compatible with somebody that's all right it's not yeah. your fault or their fault or anything mm-hmm. so then how did the conversation go then i like? think i i remember i remember this because i planned like I, I like rehearsed it and i talked to my friends about what i should say and i said um so on your profile, you said you might want children. I definitely want children. And so much so that I'm already, like, going through the process of becoming a solo mum. And um, I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. And I don't, I'm not asking you to be, like, the daddy or anything. And if you want to, if, you, if you're not up for it anymore, that's fine. If you want to just keep doing this while I'm doing that, then that's also fine. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, all right. Really? Like, was, was just it like that? Oh. About it. What was going through your, your head though when she said it? I was approaching 40 at the time. Like I wanted kids, but I wanted them with the right person. I wanted to be somebody who shared the kind of similar life outlook and similar kind of ideas about raising kids and all that sort of stuff. And so far, like Katie had seemed all that stuff. So I just said, like, no, it's cool. We'll keep going again. We'll keep going until until it's not right for one of us. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's such are. a big and beautiful decision. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> like, I, I, I've got so many questions, but also I get it at the same time. Because yeah. when it's right, it's right. Yeah. But 
I mean, There's no buts, in fact. I just think it's so great. I really do. Like, massive respect to you both. I, just I mean, really but think... respect to him. Like, there are so many men oh, yeah. that would have run a mile. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I am incredible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a break. Um, I was just trying to keep it so cool and like engaged in the conversation. Meanwhile, Jack was trying to eat the plant next to me. <laughs> I saw this going down. I have to say, you did a very good job of still talking, playing with the baby. You mastered the whole thing. But I just, I just love babies so much. I was like, I don't want you to take him from me, so I'm going to do a good job. But I also need to do a podcast. So um, love having a baby on set. Next time we need a puppy. Yes. What point did you then decide that? Because obviously he was going to be the dad. <laughs> yeah. How um, did that, this gets how did a bit. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can't. So I think I invited him. I said, "I'm going to, I'm going to go to this," and I, I nearly, um, I tried to look it up, but I, I couldn't find it. But I screenshotted a text message where I said, "I'm going to this appointment. You're welcome to come, but you don't have to. I'm really used to doing these things on my own." And he replied. You don't have to do these things on your own anymore. Steve. <laughs> oh, see, I don't remember Steve, that one. Stop it. I've got it somewhere. Um, I definitely screenshotted it at the time because I sent it to my mates. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and so he started coming along to the appointments. And then, like, when you do um, IVF, you can have like fertility tests to start with. They call it like a fertility MOT. And I think I was like, well, how do you feel about it? Do you want to? And I was like, but. This is so soon in our relationship. And bearing in mind that probably I was a bit of a commitment phobe and that's mm. probably why it took me so long to meet someone. I was like, what if it doesn't work out? And he's like, well, we'll co-parent. Like, oh, ka-ching. <laughs> so can I just oh clarify? This is, all the terminology is something that I'm yeah. still learning about. So is the IVF the, the part that you do together or is the IVF the part you're doing on your own? So the bit that you do on your own is you yeah. get a sperm donor and then how they put the sperm and the egg together is different so you can have um there's loads of acronyms so IUI is where they just inject you kind of right okay. and you can have um like medication or you can have not medication and then IVF is where they take they put them in the same yeah. petri dish and then we had ICSI where they actually inject the sperm into the egg fine um, fine fine so to do it by myself, I probably would have had IVF just because of my age and right. it's more likely yeah. to be successful. Um, Thank so, you for explaining that. No yeah. one's ever said it that clearly. Now I know I get it. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing how quickly you become like an expert when you're oh, going yeah. through this kind of stuff. Yeah, you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah. what does all this stuff mean? So you offered him a fertility MOT, but this was before you decided. Oh no! So this was good. we went to Katie's fertility MOT. So she went and had an appointment. Yeah, and I was just there, basically as like just kind of moral support. support. Her, yeah, but that then turned into. Oh, do you want to come and give us a sample and we'll we'll do this? Really, uh, it was really do you want to well, the MOT? This one? Yeah, it's fine. I don't mind. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's I was a like, strange because my sister and brother-in-law have gone through IVF yeah. and like his example of <laughs> that situation is sounds so uncomfortable. Oh, I mean, Just, you uh, get yeah, kind of I mean, used to it. Because we did five, yeah. we did five cycles yeah. of IVF. Yeah. It's a lot. But yeah, so I kind of went and did the the gave did him the, the sample. Fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
But the, but the I, I basically so I took this photos. is on the same MOT appointment, right? Yeah. Let's, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I took photos of every single room after this. I, I went into the, all these donations. Commonly rooms. known as the wank room. Yeah, exactly. house. So, yeah. Let's just get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. So Got I it. took photos of all these rooms and the kind of material they kind of provide for you and all this sort of stuff. And I, was like, and I was sending off. it to like my family, just going, "Look at all this! It's mad." I was like, "Do you have this relationship with your family?" He's like, "Yeah, we don't care. I don't, I don't have this relationship with my family." But yeah, so that first one was kind of like a bit strange. So they, you, you have to provide sample and you put it into a thing in a bag and then you put it into one of these canisters and you close it up and you know like in old supermarkets where they used to have like the vacuum tubes you put it in one of those and it just sent it up a shoot to a thing <laughs> Oh, so robotic and sterile. And and there's a big difference. We ended up going private but uh, because of uh, um, our age. But um, the first one was the NHS. And there's a very big difference between donation rooms in the NHS and donation rooms when you go into the private. Um, Touch screens. Touch screens, yeah. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Fancy. For for the porn. Yeah. Fancy wank rooms. Oh, my God. Exactly. I don't know. I'm not touching that. I mean, I'm sure they clean in between. The bit I don't understand was had you decided at this point that you were going to be the sperm donor? I think we got to the point where they, they said we can check for you. And I was right, like, okay, well, we may see. as well do it. Yeah. Just if this carries on being. And know, how long had you been together at this point? I don't know, because it was really gradual that we had this conversation. And he, you know, there were various times where we decided that Steve would be the dad and I would have these like, oh my God, what if it doesn't work out moments? Mm. He's like, I'm also fine with it if you want to have a, to do a sperm donor mm. and not have mm. that connect commitment to me. I'm like, oh no, no, it's it's fine. But I don't feel like there was like a moment a where we conversation. had a conversation and yeah. he was like, yes, it was kind of just an evolution yeah. of the yeah. process yeah. that I was going through. But then obviously we tried naturally, didn't we? So yeah, we decided we tried naturally for a while, but save some money. We knew that it wouldn't work because both of us have like fertility issues. So the right. fact that I was already doing it and then we then found out that he had fertility issues was actually quite good because yeah. yeah. he might have met someone else yes. and not been able to have children. Yeah. Two birds, wow. one stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. absolutely. And were you? Did, were there moments like I guess for both of you where like that almost excitement takes over? If, like I know the fear because fear and excitement are sometimes quite equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's sometimes. I personally struggle to figure out, am I scared or am I really excited? So were there moments of like, I'm so fucking scared, but I'm really excited about this? I'm a real worrier. So I was just mostly nervous, I think. Um, But also about whether it would work or not, Mm. because so many times it doesn't work. And I had a friend who did multiple rounds and it never worked for her. And that's really hard. So I tried not to invest too much. I tried, I think I probably tried not to get excited. And I think you really just go with the flow, don't you? Oh, yeah. You don't think too far <laughs> ahead. Like his saying is, "That's for future Steve to deal with." Yeah, oh, I love quite a good that. way to think about yeah. things. Okay. Yeah. And did did you guys tell anyone at this point that okay, we're thinking that Steve's going to be the dad? I think we did. Yeah, once we knew, like yeah. we t- uh, we told my mum that we were having we were doing IVF together. Yeah, my family had like basically minute by minute updates on our family chat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I did anyone that... like question it? My mum's like, you know what you're doing. Sorry. Yeah. And didn't your brother mm-hmm. say are you sure that this is what you want? But like in a big brother kind of Yeah. I just I should I know I should ask this question yeah. to check. Yeah, you, you have to tick the box, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Just say, hey, yeah. Are we okay with this? We're good. Yeah, okay, good. 
but yeah, nobody really challenged us. I think my mum was just relieved. Yeah. One of my friends was talking about like parenthood and he's just going, he's going, yeah, no, he's brilliant because he's got a son. He's like, yeah, no, he's brilliant. He's incredible. Best thing I've ever done. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard work, guys. I know. So, you know, this is a yeah. lovely story. He said, if you've got any kind of, of like any is... ambitions, and if you want to learn to skateboard, like all of this stuff, you need to, you need to get out now. Otherwise, like it's all yeah. gone after that. Um, so how was your relationship going then at this point? Were you like... I don't know. It sounds like you just kind of like skipped a whole mm. a whole part. It needed to go yeah. quickly, mm. but also he had to just come along yeah. with me, yeah. and you then it became a thing it. that we were doing together rather than a That's thing that so I was nice, doing. That's so nice because you yeah. went from going into something that you thought you were going to have to do alone, yeah. and then now you weren't. Yeah. How many rounds did you go through? We then? did five, but um, so we were having all the tests and stuff, and um, it. That took quite a long time, because mostly because of my um, medical history. And then we were just ready to go in March 2020. <laughs> uh, and we all know what happened then. Uh, so all fertility treatment was shut down. Yeah. And wow. it was horrible because it was indefinite. Like, we had no idea if oh, wow. it yeah. was going to start up again. And I was like, I don't have any time. Like, mm. I don't like I don't have any yeah, time. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like... Like yeah. itchy, I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, so you've done all the jabs, and yeah, the, yeah, you know, all the medical um, bit. So we just had to wait, and we had just had to see what would happen. Um, but then it was after three months that they opened up fertility treatment again, and I was knocking on the door like all the <laughs> way through. I kept ringing the clinic, going, "You know my situation, you know my age. Like we need to be at the front of the queue. We were ready mm. to go." Um, so, I mean, there were lots of restrictions. That was quite funny. So mm -hmm. because they were trying to restrict the number of people going in and out of the clinic. Mm. Um, so when you do an egg collection, Steve needs to do his part on the same day. Yeah, at least me like but right on the spot. within like a couple of hours of the eggs being extracted from me. But they didn't want that many people in. in the wank room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he had to do his bit at home, but it would take us an hour to get, like 50 minutes to get there. Yeah. And they wanted it there within an hour of it being done. Yep. So he had a 10 minute window at home in my flat. So to, no pressure. To, to do so, this. Right. And then we had to drive it <laughs> wow. there. Come on, Steve. Come yeah. on. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm banging on the door. Going, outside, going, what pressure? Oh, and I was thinking, I need to keep really calm because if I put too much pressure on it's him, not it might happen. not work. Well, also, like, Katie was telling me this story the night before about this guy, like, he just couldn't. And, I know. And, and there was a, a similar there was sort of thing, book. just couldn't do it. And then he was, like, and he was, like, really upset and couldn't oh. do all this stuff. Like, yeah, oh, and he couldn't actually do it. And I'm like, they recommended that you freeze some. Do you want to do that? And he's like, no, I think I'll be fine. But then we had to carry it there and keep it warm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. So basically, like, Katie, like, I had it like under my armpit driving. <laughs> no, it was between your legs oh, and yeah, I had to put it under driving. my arm to carry it in. Because yeah. it had to be body temperature. Do you know what I would have done? I would have gone, this is gross. Done it in the car. Well, or in a service station, just yeah. stopped yeah. off, you know, 10 minutes before. But it was Harley Street. You can't. You can't yeah, have a wank so, in a car yeah. in, in no, Harley yes, Street. I mean, you yeah. can, but you, <laughs> might <get arrested. laughs> you might get arrested. It's for important reasons. Tell <laughs> no, this is medical. Yeah. Officer. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you were like, are you sure you're okay with the pressure? I was like, I trained all my teenage life for this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've got this. <laughs> oh my God. Did it affect your relationship at any point? Do you feel? Because I, I know it can I think do. it just kind of cemented everything, yeah. didn't it really? Because we're just going through it together. Like you've got a kind of, and we balance it. each other out quite well because mm -hmm. I really worry and he doesn't at all. And sometimes I'm like, I need you to just yeah. not go. It's going to be fine. Can you worry just a little bit, yeah. please? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> yeah. like this morning on the way here, I was like, 
oh, Jack's not slept and is he going to be grumpy? And we had to leave the dog barking because the daycare couldn't pick her up straight away. And he's like, I can feel you spiralling and I... I, you I not need, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you would help me stop spiralling, yeah. mostly, I think. Mm. Um, and how was it when you found out that it had finally worked? You laughed out loud, didn't How you? did you find it? What, how is that process? What do they do? Do they email? So they give you they a date call? when you can like, test. So you have the embryo transfer and then I think it's like something like 13, 10 or 13 days or something. Yeah, it's like two weeks the, or something. Yeah, it's like the, the, the famous two-week yeah. wait. And then, yeah, you do a pregnancy test. So we bought the tests yeah. and the dog was on the end of the bed and um, I went and did it and we came back and we sat and watched it. And then it was pregnant and you laughed out loud. Yeah. I remember that. Um, and we're like, all right, here we go. Yeah. But then There's I was terrified it wouldn't that, last or of stick course, yeah. and I had bleeding and thought that was the end and obviously it wasn't because we've got Jack but you know that's a it's a roller coaster for people to go through. Well, here you are now. I what love that. What a success story. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice to hear. Wow. <laughs> like, it feels like you've just been through so much and now you have this beautiful little yeah. baby child. Oh, <laughs> Let's little bring switch. it back in. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah oh. he's amazing. He well, thank you so much oh. for telling us your story. I yeah, think there'll be pleasure. so many people out there that will be thinking about either doing the mm. solo parenting yeah. like you considered and maybe thinking that that would mean then that they can't date. And, yeah. you know, if you meet the right you person, that's 100% not true so yeah. congrats thank, thank you. you guys thank thanks for sharing with us <laughs> lovely to Aww. chat give him back <laughs> <laughs> you two are nice and everything but <laughs> thanks for listening guys and while you're at it I know you've got your phones open so you see that little follow button hit it now and whilst you're there you might as well leave us a really nice review from Podimo and 2020, this has been First Dates Podcast, hosted by me, Frankie Bridge. And me, Cece Coleman. The producers are Blondin Hogue and Fionn Lewis. The video producer is Rob Walsh. The executive producers for Podimo are Jake Chudnow and Matt White. The executive producer for 2020 is Martin Tricky. Special thanks to Bruna Pias, Kendra Steve, and Fatima Patea. For ad-free episodes, subscribe to Podimo UK on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm.